Welcome to the Books on Air podcast. I'm Suzanne Harris, and my listeners get the story behind every book. Joining me today is a gentleman I can't wait to introduce you to. His name is Anthony Adams, and he's here to talk about his book, Revelations, The Revealment of the Seven Churches. Anthony, it is such a pleasure to welcome you to Books on Air. Thank you so much for being my guest today. And thank you, Suzanne. I'm honored to be here. You know, it's been my experience that authors write books for all kinds of reasons. Uh, Maybe they're a reader as a child, and they read a particular author, and they're inspired. Or a teacher gives us an assignment in class, and when he or she reads the papers, uh, they discover that there's some spark, and they encourage that young writer. But there's an even more important and interesting reason that people write books. Things happen in our daily lives. Things happen to us. And when a major seminal event happens to a person, often they will feel compelled or even inspired to share whatever it is that's happened to them by writing a book. There's always a story behind the book. What's the story behind Revelations? Well, my story is, I believe that I was chosen from the Lord to write this book. He blessed me with um, His Holy Spirit some years ago, and by doing that, He gave me a spiritual gift, and that gift was to be able to understand the spiritual meaning of His Word that's in the Bible. And once I realized that, once I understood what He gave me, I started gathering information, doing some background check, putting things together, and everything started panning out that this is what he wanted me to do. You also share some personal experiences, and you've had you've had some difficulties in your life, right? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. At a very young age, um, my oldest brother, unfortunately, was killed. Um, he was everything to me. Um, when that happened, that just turned my whole life around. And then later on in life, as I grew up into an adult, I had five children. I wound up getting custody of three of them, so I raised them by myself. I worked multiple jobs throughout my life. I've been in the military throughout my life for 10 years. And there there were some challenging times, but I made it through. Do you think those challenging times that you've been through increased your faith in God, increased your belief that God has his hand on you? Oh, most definitely. Um, There were times where I knew that there was no way I was able to pull through something. I knew that there was nothing I dared to do that except have faith. And the Lord proved to me that, that, number one, he is real, and that, number two, is that he is capable of doing anything. And my faith definitely increased over the years. Let's talk about the book. Now, the book is very interesting. Tell me how you came up with this idea for the book, and let's give the listeners an overview of what the book's about. Okay, the way I came up 
with the idea for the book is once the Lord blessed me with his Holy Spirit and I understood the spiritual meaning of his word. And like I said, I started doing research and everything on the book of Revelations just to um, understand exactly what it meant to us in the natural. When I say us, I'm talking about the human beings. So what it meant to us in the natural meaning and not in the spiritual meaning, because for years, nobody could truly interpret the book or give the real understanding in a spiritual aspect. Everybody looked at the natural aspect of it just by looking at exactly what it says. But there are hidden messages. And once I saw that I had these answers now, and the Lord gave me that, that's when I started doing research, putting things together. Everything was panning out, looked in the Bible, everything was there. And that's what inspired me to write the book. And for your second question, basically the book is about the seven churches. Um, at the beginning of the book of Revelations, Jesus gives a message to the seven churches. He gives that message to his apostle John. And the seven churches, from my understanding, what I found out through my research is actually the seven religions of the world. Um, they're not the seven buildings that was in Asia Minor. They are actually the seven religions of the world. And then that matches is interpreted from the Bible itself, the things that he said to these religions. I never thought about it this way, Anthony, at all. And when I read the list of the seven churches, you actually have seven physical Asian churches that represent all of these modern religions. Could you list the religions that you talk about for our listeners? Yes. Um, Catholicism, um, Judaism, Christianity, Islam, um, Buddhism, Hinduism, Satanism, which also falls under voodoo. And I believe that, I believe that that was all seven. I didn't mean to try to get you to list. <laughs> that wasn't a trick question, I promise. <laughs> Often when you ask somebody to list something like that, it's like somebody saying, can you list the seven dwarves? You go, oh, oh, wait. <laughs> it's hard to do. So excellent job. I thought that this was such an interesting idea and such an interesting approach because when you look at each one of these churches, you're looking at this from an objective standpoint. Is that fair to say? Yes, that's fair to say, yes. You look at a brief history of each one of the, the churches. You look at the evolution of that phase or, or type of religion. You talk about doctrines. You talk about rituals. And then you talk about key points for each one that illustrate that religion's message of Jesus and the connection that their church has with that message of Jesus. And we're talking about the early churches. I want to make that clear. Am I saying the right thing? Do I have an understanding of what the book is saying? Yes, you do. Yes. Yes. And the keynotes is basically based on um, the history of the church, say like the church of Ephesus or Ephesus, for example, um, that was compared to the Catholic religion and the way that I did that was I did the research and got all the history on the Church of Ephesus. Then I did the research and got all the history on the Catholic religion. And there are so many similarities, and I pointed them out in the 
message to that religion that Jesus said to them. How did you do your research? I know you used the Bible as part of that research, obviously. But what other kinds of, of did you use books? Did you use libraries? Did you use uh, the Internet? How did you do your research? This would seem really interesting and a lot to do research on. Yes, all the um, books that I use are actually listed inside of my book. Um, you know, I have to give credit to those books and whatnot for their for their um, history that, that they revealed to me. Um, I also use the Internet, and I most definitely use the Bible. How long did it take you to write the book? Okay, it took a total of 15 years. Wow. Um, <laughs> Yes, that's a long time, but there's a reason for that also. Um, I was blessed um, with the Holy Spirit in 2004, and that's when I actually started doing the research. So I had to gather all the information. Then I had to find the right books that had everything and put all this information together. I had to get on the Internet, do a whole bunch of research, start putting everything together. Once I got all the information together, which actually took about five years of my time, then wow. I was able, wow. yes, then I had to start grouping that together into a manuscript. And as I tried to do that over the years, I was raising three children by myself, um, three children from two different mothers. So my son, I received him from his mother at a young age. And then my two daughters, I received them from their mother at a young age. And I was raising all three of those children by myself. I was moving around. I was still in the military at that time. And as time went on, I was able to settle down somewhere, come back to Pennsylvania, get back around my family, start getting everything into perspective. I was working two jobs, as I am doing today. I still work two jobs. And I was just taking care of life responsibilities over that course of time and also trying to prepare a manuscript. That sounds like a second book, Anthony. Yes, it is. Um, a lot of people have asked me, why don't I write a book about myself? But I said, no, the Lord's work comes first. Good answer. Good answer. But you also have, I think, some personal experiences and have been through so many things that I think in today's society, other people are dealing with. And sometimes other people need to hear that someone else is dealing with similar things and how the other person is handling it. Sometimes that can be the Lord's work as well. So maybe those people who are saying to you, write that second book, have an idea. Think about it, Anthony. Think about it. <laughs> yes, yes, I will. <laughs> Did you learn anything either about yourself or uh, about God or about religion that surprised you? as you were writing your book? Yes, um, I can tell you, the first thing I learned about myself is the change in me, once he blessed me with his Holy Spirit, because he gave me not only knowledge, understanding, and wisdom, but he also gave me patience. Um, he taught me how to trust him, how to keep the faith no matter what. So I learned that about myself, that I had that inside of me, and I never thought that I really did, because like any human being, with anything that's taking place in life, you want answers, you want solutions right away. 
But sometimes we just have to wait. And he taught me that. He taught me how to wait and be patient and just hold on and believe in him and everything will work out. And it did. Is there part of the book that you would like to share with our listeners? Yes, it is. Yes. I would like to share the introduction. Please do. This book, Revelations, The Revealment of the Seven Churches, it holds the answers to many questions that have been asked for centuries. The book of Revelations is the most complex book in the Bible. No one has ever understood it completely, and no one can explain its hidden messages. God reveals things to us as he pleases, and he always reveals them at the perfect time, just as he revealed the visions of this book, Revelations to the Apostle John, he reveals certain interpretations of these visions to me. This book reveals the identity of the seven churches to the world. The seven churches are the heart of the book of Revelations, for the message of Revelations is to the seven churches. The seven churches are made up of all the people in the world, and no one is left without a message through the revelations of this book. This book clarifies many mysteries that have held the imaginations of mankind for centuries. Nothing has been added or taken away from the book of Revelations. Things has only been identified. Well, I know from our discussion and from your reading that our listeners are saying to themselves, where can I find this book? So let's tell them. Amazon. Go to Amazon. If you've never done that, it's very simple. Just put it in the search feature at the top of your, your browser and just click on it, and there Amazon is. And there will be a, a big, long, kind of a light gray search box. Here's what you type into that search box to find Anthony's book. The first part is the word Revelations, R E V E. L-A-T-I-O-N-S, and then a colon. The revealment, R-E-V-E-A-L-M-E-N-T, the revealment of the seven, spelled out, S-E-V-E-N, churches, by Anthony, A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, Adams, A-D-A-M-S. You could probably just put Revelations by Anthony Adams, and the book would come right up. Now, you'll see a representation of the cover, and in that upper right-hand corner, I didn't know what this was for a long time, and until I finally clicked on it, you'll see two words. There are the words, look inside, in the upper right-hand corner. If you put your cursor on those two words and just click, the book will electronically open. There's a really nice, nice excerpt from the book that you can read and get an idea of how the book flows and all the information that will be revealed later in the book. But it just gives you a little bit of a taste of the book. It's available in Kindle, hardback, or paperback. Now, Anthony... I know that sometimes people want to buy books from other places because Amazon is the proverbial 800-pound gorilla in the book business right now. Where else, if our listeners want to find the book in another place, where else might they find it? It's also available at Barnes & Noble. Perfect. Now, have you got a website that they could look at? Yes. 
Give me that the address. Website, yes, the website address is www.therevealmentofthesevenchurches.com. Now, what will I find if I go to your website? Oh, you actually find a Talking Books podcast interview with me on there about the book. You also find a list of the introductions and other um, material that's in the book on that website. You also find reviews on that website. Now, you're doing some social media. They can find you on LinkedIn. Tell me how to find you, your profile on LinkedIn. Yes, my profile is under author Anthony Adams. And then you've got a YouTube channel. Tell me about the YouTube channel. Yes. Also on that channel, I have the same name, author Anthony Adams. What kind of videos are there? Well, right now it's just a video about the book and my second book also. There's a video on there about that book also. What's your second book? My second book is actually called The 180-Day Spiritual Challenge. It's a daily devotional. It's something to do every day to help build a better relationship with God, bring you closer to Him, and do things for Him every day for 180 days. Wow. Anthony, maybe that book about you could be that third book. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You know, I always like for the author to have the last word. Our time is, of course, coming to an end. And I always like for you to be able to to tell our listeners what you really would like for them to take away when they buy a copy of the book and they sit down and they read it cover to cover and they finish that last page, they close the back of the book, either they close that cover literally or they close it electronically. What do you want them the reader, to take away? What do you want them to leave with, Anthony? Yes. Well, first, I want everybody to understand that everyone needs a foundation um, to have a relationship with God. Everyone needs a foundation. And they find that foundation in a lot of different ways, especially through a religion. Some religions, like Hinduism and Buddhism, is hereditary. You, um, You almost have to be in that religion. There's some bad in every religion, and there's some good in every religion. And whatever religion you are, Jesus gave a message to you so that you'll be able to do the right thing and come to him, follow, walk down the right path that that God wants you to walk down so that you can make it to heaven. So what I want everybody to take away from the book is whatever religion they are, there's a message for them in this book. And if they read it and understand and see what changes they have to make, what they have to do, what path they have to take to get to the Lord, I want them to be able to find that path. Anthony, it's been inspirational and such a pleasure to talk with you and hear your ideas and hear the the strength of the belief that you have in your book. Thank you so very much for being my guest today on Books on Air. And thank you very much. Now remember, you can find Revelations, The Revealment of the Seven Churches by Anthony Adams on Amazon. You've been listening to the Books on Air podcast brought to you on webtalkradio.net. This podcast is also available on Spotify, 
iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, as well as Stitcher. I'm Suzanne Harris, and I hope you'll join me for the next Books on Air podcast, because remember, you never know who's going to be here, and you never know what we're going to talk about. Thank you so very much for listening.